Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Triplicity Podcast. In this episode, we'll be discussing the astrology of August. So let's get started. Yay! <laughs> that took way too long. To um, I might not even edit that. Just no, <laughs> that would be great. Listen to it over and over. And over. <laughs> um, at, so at work, I've fully convinced like half my staff to start dressing according to planetary day. So like oh everyone God. wears like red on Tuesday yes. and like yellow on Sunday. I love it. And Tuesday was like bananas, and I'm like, did we just like invoke so much Mars by all wearing red at a at a company whose color is red? Hmm. Um, yes, because it was just wild. And so now every time we have a bad day, we're like, ah, oh, feels like a Tuesday. We're having a Tuesday. Like a Tuesday. Feels like a Tuesday. It's amazing. That's so cute. I know. I love. They were like, you need to put up a poster in the break room about what colors to wear on what day. Because I'm sick yes. of asking. And I was like. Yes. Will do. Like, will do. Don't, no worries. No worries. Yeah. I refuse to wear red on Tuesdays. I'm like, no. Mars is already with me enough. I don't need to (laughs) ask more for him from him. So that's okay. It's like having things to do. He gets bored. But that's my problem. I get bored. So I have to, I have to tap into the concentration side. Of Mars. The exaltation of Mars. Right. Not the, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Mars. That's right. August is a month. How how do you all feel about August? Actually, should we talk about July? How's everybody's July been? Not the greatest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not great. No. The the Mercury Mars square has been quite loud and quite sad. And now that it's like Mercury now applying to Saturn, the Mercury besiegement, it's like hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh my god, is Mercury besieged right now? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Mercury's separating from Mars at this point, if I'm not mistaken. That would make so much yeah, yeah, I think technically aspecting the node, but oh, node can't yeah. cast a ray, so. Um, Rahu actually can. Oh. Because oh. Rahu has eyes, but K2 doesn't. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it's still it's still malefic enclosure. You know, it's right. Rahu to Saturn. It's arguably worse, <laughs> but it's Rahu to Saturn. Right. And not Mars to Saturn. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've honestly had a successful cancer season. Like, I got employed, which was, like, you know, necessary. So um, that's, you know, that's been nice. But but it's funny because, um, like, I got the job offer. I had been doing a lot of like interviews and stuff when the moon was in cardinal signs. And then I got the job offer when the moon was in Aquarius. Hmm. And I was like, Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And, um, and I was like, okay, it's going to take a while. Like something's going to take some time and there's something that's going to give me a lot of anxiety about like this part of it. And, um, it's funny because I ended up having to like take a drug test for the job. And if you are a listener of this podcast, like 
you know how I would test on a drug test. <laughs> very positive for marijuana. And of course I was like, I was like, well, I hope it's not going to be a problem. Um, but then like after I took the drug test, like they called me and they were like, you tested positive for marijuana. And I was like, I sure did. <laughs> like, and, but it like, it wasn't a problem. Um, and it's just like, I just, it's, it's been a mixed bag. I had to like drive all over the fucking city to take that drug test. I had to pee in a cup. I don't know. I'm an adult. I don't like drug testing. <laughs> this live in a state where it's legal, so like you really shouldn't even right, right. That's annoying. When I used to be a lifeguard, we had to get drug tested, and it was so fucking annoying. It was so annoying. What did you do? To lifeguard? Yeah. Save children. No, for the, for the drug test, Stasia. What did you do for the drug test? Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. So first, I had to like make an appointment, and then, but the thing is, is that you'd make the appointment, but it didn't matter. Like you would still have to wait a half hour, and then then I had to pee in a cup. Oh, you're asking like the type of test? No, I'm asking that you are like, that you that passed you, it. How you think? Yeah. How did you pass it? Oh, did you, did you buy fake tea? like that's what I want. Oh no no no! Sorry, I'm fried. Um, no, <laughs> would not pass the drug test. No. no, I wouldn't. I would not. No, I okay. So, um, I would work out. Like I had to stop smoking for two weeks, but I worked out like twice a day uh, every yeah. single day. Yeah. yeah, and then I also like took shots of apple cider vinegar in the morning. <laughs> Drink as much water as I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I cranberry juice cleanse. Yep. All the whole. <laughs> We've all read the Reddit forum. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And then also bought at home drug tests too. Are so you like you're gonna say bought fake pee? No, I never did that. I was always too. I was like, nah. Let me just do stick to this. Um, then I also like. I feel like I started smoking heavier after. The last, I mean, that's when the pandemic started too. That's when I stopped. That was my last summer of being a lifeguard. Mm. Um, so that's what <laughs> I did. All right. August. August. My oh, wait, wait. July. Was there July. more July stuff? Oh, July. Um, I got a raise, which was nice. I did well on my, yeah. my company review. Let's go. Let's go. Um, oh, I did that cool like astro party event thing with Holly. Oh, yeah. I met Holly, met, met astrologer friend IRL, which is Dang. great. Um, her boyfriend is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like actually could be related to Margaret's husband. Like they look very mm. similar. Oh, wow. Um, I love that this is a Margaret's husband stand podcast. This is yeah, this is a Margaret's <laughs> husband stand podcast. He was so kind. Um, but people are stingy, especially when they're drunk and you give them readings. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh. Um, I didn't get laid, which I was really trying to do, but didn't happen in in Vermont. Damn. Um, yeah, those were the highlights. I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. It's still July, but I'm getting a tattoo. Me too. That's awesome. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Did anything else have anything else happen in July that was prominent? We had the fourth. The fourth of July was a thing. Okay, mundanely, no longer personally speaking, but Mm. in the world, um, mm, yeah, fourth was 
bad, very bad. Um, what else have happened? What else happened this month? I wrote the stuff down and I don't have anything anymore because I was like, oh, we should talk about this. But now I forget. I've been really bad since I'm like not working. I've been really bad about being like connected to mm-hmm. society and reality, mm-hmm. which has been really good for me. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But also when it's like, oh, yeah, I do need to know what's going on in society in order to be able to make accurate predictions. Right, right. Joe Biden has COVID? Yes. That was something. I don't know. That latest video of him. Mm. They gave him something good. Something. (laughs) Oh, he literally, like, went on record. He was like, I'm a Zionist. Like, said that out loud. Yes, yes. Like, a conference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Very bad. Crazy, very bad. Yeah, I, he was saying, "Like you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist," and I'm a Zionist. Yeah, yeah. And we were all like, uh, "Nobody wants to be though." So, who do you do though? Which is weird and I mean, scary. I had to un- like stop talking to somebody that I was friends with in college because of that reason. Me too. Mm. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I draw the line very broadly. My high school fired so really wild story this is like an earlier i think the firing happened in i have a question okay before because i'm gonna forget so i'm gonna throw this out there so we can put a pin in it but something i thought about today i was like you know how like some people talk about how uh one of the like the very well-known saturnian uh saturn planetary charities is like um feeding houseless people or like helping supporting houseless people um, something that I thought about was, is a part of the like housing crisis right now, currently, and also like rent and all that sort of stuff, not even just like actually buying homes, but pe- rent being absolutely ridiculously expensive is in Saturn being in domicile and thinking about all of the like various like extensions of Saturn being in domicile and is a part of this being this like creation of not like any in anywhere i don't know how to like i don't know if this is problematic in terms of my phrasing but like is a part of this saturn transit for these past four years through like places where he likes to be like kind of producing this a huge part of this housing insecurity that we're kind of seeing and people literally not having a place to go um Thoughts that I had while sitting on the water on vacation. Mm. <laughs> Is Saturn Please. responsible for the housing crisis? <laughs> well, the last housing crisis was what? 2008? Eight, yeah. That wasn't the last like housing market like That was the crash. bubble. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was like Saturn and like Leo. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that... Um, the great conjunction happening in Aquarius and that shift into like air brought a lot more focus on things like how do we as a society deal with things like unhousing, like citizens mm. and how do we like, rather than maybe an increase in those things, an increase in like awareness mm. and, you know, consciousness of, of those things. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, people have been unhoused and it's been a crisis. Oh, for forever. Forever. Yeah. 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 But maybe that, like, 
you know, the the Jupiter Saturn conjunction that was happening and that had happened in Aquarius to like kick this off the Saturn thing. I don't know. It's all disillusion with, with capitalism. Part of me is like, you know, wants to be hopeful for it. And the other part of me is just like, can we escape it? <laughs> I mean, the, the the start of the conjunctions and earth cycles and like I mean the start the start of the earth cycle of great conjunctions was around like the start of the gilded age mm-hmm. <laughs> so this idea of like capitalism and business no longer mm. I don't even want to say working because it's working for the people who it is supposed to work, to work for. for yeah right um but this like wholesale buy into this system now that we're moving into air yeah I feel like hopefully is coming yeah. to a, a close yeah yeah and like for sure the aquarius like uh, like what you were saying deja with like people with nowhere to go um mm. that seems very like saturn in aquarius like nowhere to go yeah don't sleep on the planetary joys the 12th house saturn story in the 12th is real like it's so funny sometimes i talk to people about their like saturn experiences i'm like yes saturn has joy in the 12th house so there's something to speak about there like you are alone nobody cares nobody (laughs) sees you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're alone you have to figure it out do you figure it out probably not you just have to figure it out just come undone (laughs) right (sighs) tear apart at the seams yeah truly i mean and i yeah the seams it's like that is like a very saturnian thing Mm. like the seams of things being um yeah like the structure and the outline and like the border of two things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. binding it together forever i think this is so funny that we're talking about this because we are at like the very almost end of capricorn rising here I love it. What is it here? Let's see. Oh, I've I've got Sag rising here still. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, wait, August. August. Yes. All right. So August starts off and August one, um, we've got Mars with Rahu, the North Node, and um we've got Mars also with Uranus right there. All happening in Taurus. Yay. This is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Yeah, that's a tough transit. Truly. My least favorite of the year, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. It's just, it's just uncomfortable. And unnecessarily angry and agitated. And it's like, can you just relax for a little bit? Just you can't just wait for a little bit. And it's just so interesting because Mars and Taurus is like totally, usually totally okay with that. But now it's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> There's no waiting. <laughs> it's like, um, I don't know, it's like competitive eating is <laughs> like the vibe <laughs> of that. Um and it's just like very that's like is after you have like done competitive eating if you've like eaten that much food like your body is uncomfortable and like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the feeling that i get with this and just like 
I don't know, the need to expel, but like unable to expel because mm. the like the dragon's head can't expel. It can only swallow. Mm. I've just been thinking about um, at work, we keep singing um, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. And that is, <laughs> I feel like really the vibe. We just got to keep running up that hill. It's, what's, what's the myth? Um, what's his name? Are you talking about Sisyphus? Yes. Like pushing the boulder? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet today that was like Sisyphus was the original guy that was running up that hill. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, very that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Uranus is like, why don't we just blow it up? <laughs> yeah. Just blow it up. Like, why do we have to be stuck here? <laughs> I feel um, like it's just making it so hard. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Flavor of Love recently. <laughs> and I think if I... It's really funny. It's one of my favorite shows. I think Flavor of Love is hysterical. It's pretty um, funny. And I got, I was watching it and I was like, wow, Flavor of Flav, if I could personify Uranus, I think I would make it Flavor of Flav because he's just fucking wild. Doesn't he have really prominent Saturn? I don't know. I know I he's think he, a Pisces with a Gemini moon. I know he's very mutable. I feel like he has a prominent Saturn and that's why he wears the clock. Yelling. Oh my god, that would make so much sense. That would make a lot of sense. I feel like it was a an example that Austin used at one point. <laughs> That's a good example, if so. Yeah, his Saturn Capricorn. Hmm. Oh, he doesn't even have Jupiter and Sag too. He's got domicile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outers, yeah. Hilarious. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> love him. Love, love New York. Really. Yeah, I was gonna say New York the, the is who I makes watch that show. New York. Yeah, it's for her. <sighs> I went up to my coworkers today, and I was like, "You can choke," and they were like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "Flavor of Love." The New Hello? York caller. The New York that I quote all the time is Celebrity Big Brother UK. I would tell Gemma that she is a uh, fat <laughs> cunt. cunt. And that whoever told her she was beautiful lied to her. Lied several, to her several, several times. times. <laughs> Those shoes were meant to be worn by a beautiful woman. A beautiful she woman. She's not qualified. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she's great. She's everything. Truly. She mm. also has very strong Saturn. She's Capricorn Sun with mm. an Aquarius moon, I believe. Lots of Saturn. Hilarious. <laughs> her and Flav, they were meant to be. Truly. That's hilarious. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's the Mars crunchy at the start of the month. That's the Mars, it's yeah. <laughs> and then um, August 3rd, we have Mercury going to Virgo. So we get Mercury exalted and a domicile. Mm. Mercury is zoom in. Yeah, flying, mm-hmm. flying, flying. Mm-hmm. Once again, another month this month where Mercury will be in three signs. Starts in Leo, ends in Libra. Mm. Um, fast, domicile, exalted, Mercury. Getting shit done. Editing, organizing, communicating, lying, 
trickery, Yelling. thievery, screaming, blurry shenanigans. I cannot. Hmm. Yep. Sneaking in the All alleyways. things I endorse. Yeah. Truly. As a mercurial. You, you have to get down and dirty if you want to get shit done. You got to do things off books sometimes, you know? There's almost like, to me, I feel like we're going to just be talking about Mars a lot this episode, but like, Mercury almost takes on like a martial quality to me in Virgo. Mm. Because it's so able to like, pinpoint at That's things. The yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, it feels a very like, like you have to like know your enemy if you want to fight with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wonder about like the the essential dignity of Mercury having being both the domicile lord and the exaltation lord of Virgo, like giving it like the martial quality of like leadership or control in that sign because there's like mm-hmm. so much responsibility placed on Mercury when it's in Virgo mm-hmm. um, that it has to be like very commanding, kind of mm-hmm. like a martial figure would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mars has like pretty large bound rulership in that third decan of Virgo. Mm. Antropicity rulership. You know, don't sleep on don't sleep on Mars with Virgo. Truly. Truly. Mars, a lot of like a lot. Like I've looked at a ton of sur- like surgeons' birth charts. But people who are like uh in in uh Kelly Surtees's career course that I've taken, um, a lot some of her examples of surgeons have like um Mars and Virgo. Mm. Um, and that being something where it's kind of like you are a like you're able to kind of precisely pinpoint a problem and being like this is the thing that needs that we need to focus on and that little that little change transforming the whole situation um and things end up ending up working out um i definitely appreciate it i like mars and virgo I mean, I like Mercury and Virgo, but even just Mars and Virgo as well. Like, I definitely think it's very effective. My work bestie is a Mars and Virgo in the sixth, and she is Ooh. very, very good at that. Of like, mm. like this is the issue we need to solve mm. it. Love it, and she's usually right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I'm sad that Mercury will be averse to Jupiter. But yeah. I'm glad that we get this nice Mercury Venus sextile for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's cute and fun. Do you think that. Hmm. I've just been curious about Antisha recently and. Do you think that Aries, the Aries Virgo and Tisha has something to say about Virgos, like the Virgo lands? Like directness and. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I wonder how in like, you know. I'm I'm just I'm thinking about my husband because he's an Aries Mercury and a Virgo rising. So like the Lord of his ascendant is in Aries, so he has that in Tisha. It's hilarious. Um and yeah, like I could see that like 
they could lend each other, like Mercury being in Aries, having the ability to um, command a little bit more into Virgo. But like, I don't know, I said directness for Mercury and Virgo, and I I don't think that that's a good word uh, because I'm thinking about like the intestines as like a Virgo thing and it's like not a direct path. That's true. Um, but it's like a specific path. It's like a one-way Hmm. Maybe not a one way, depending on. There's a lot of like small <laughs> systems that work together in a specific way to make this like larger thing work. Yeah. Mm. Very Mercury. I'm visually seeing, I don't know why, but like, like branches and like roots connecting. Hmm. I don't know why. Hmm. Makes sense with Virgo being an earth sign. Truly. I thought about like a like somebody I've been watching the boys and I just think about somebody who like crosses the line between like working for like um doing it within the law, but then also like kind of also having moments when you have to break the law. But needing to like know how to be like incons like hidden in order to break the law. I think that is very Mercury and Virgo, knowing how to hide in order to break the law. That's very, (laughs) the the trickery and tomfoolery that (laughs) Mercury would love to do. Mm -hmm. Cute. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) August 7th is the next thing. And that's (sighs) Mars, Saturn, Square. I'm sick of this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I just remember the last one like hitting me like a fucking sack of bricks mm-hmm. and I don't want that to happen with this one. Mm-hmm. It's really because doesn't it happen while the moon is in Scorpio? Yeah, the moon goes into Scorpio Damn. on moon goes into Scorpio that Thursday. No, but it moves into Sag before the square exacts. Oh, okay. So never mind. I mean, still not great, but that means that the moon is going to move between aspects. It's hmm. going to get like a really, really nasty, benefic or malefic enclosure for like, like a hot second. Yeah, yeah. it's like woo, like a particularly nasty one. Hmm. Yeah, so He's... I would watch out for that. Like starting when the moon goes into Scorpio on the fourth, yeah. like activating that. Um. Yeah, mm. it These starts days. at like nine thirty p.m. Eastern time with the opposition to Mars on August fifth, and then will end at like midnight going into August sixth. So it's two and a half hours of bad moon nastiness. Mm. Oh, on on Mars night. Great. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. No, these fixed moon transits have really not been it. This has been really bad. I don't know. Especially the Taurus Scorpio moons have just been so loud. I'm like, this is this is something. This is something. It's just so sad. Either it just feel especially with Mars and Taurus too. Like trigger warning, death. The day, the morning that the moon moved into Scorpio and immediately opposed Mars, my neighbor died. 
like I woke up my mom uh it was like the morning and I was like ah I woke up in early this morning and Mars I mean the moon was opposing Mars and then like literally an hour later my mom was like so and so passed away and I was like what the fuck um so wild and I'm not saying that it was that but I mean uh I don't know it's just been so like heavy stuff these fixed transits have not been fun Because Taurus is my 12th, all the Taurus moons and Scorpion moons have resulted in me having, like, not violent dreams, but dreams where there's just, like, lots of, like, like, I had a dream, the last Taurus moon, where the moon was with Mars, I had a dream that Drew and I got into, like, a vicious fight. Hmm. Before that, I was watching Avatar before bed. And the last time the moon was in Taurus, and I had a dream that I was like in the Avatar verse time to like save everybody from evil. They've just been like very action packed and like you know two two very different vibes, but like just Still like the it, Moon Mars vibe. Moon yeah. Mar- yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a lot. Damn. Yeah, Mars Saturn. It's just like you want to go and you want to stop at, or you you want to go and you have to stop at the same time. Yep. Hmm. Like you have, like there's, you have no. You're gonna stop. You're gonna stop. There's no fighting it. I think I learned that. I think I learned that, like, because the first um, Mars Saturn conjunction in Aquarius back in March of 2020 was at zero Aquarius, so it was on top of my natal Mars. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and I mean, that's when lockdowns really like kicked off. But that's when mm-hmm. I realized, you know what? There's no fighting this. I'm just gonna let it just gonna let it happen and i just feel like it's just been like a continuous phase of like evolution of no you want to go but the answer is literally no yeah you have to stop yep (laughs) you literally cannot move (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible but it's okay i guess i mean it has to be because the planets are going to configure in that manner Mm -hmm. so Gotta suck it up. Yeah. It has Gotta to be. be because the planets are gonna configure with that bit. <laughs> like well, I'm wondering if that's gonna Okay, so I'm thinking about monkeypox, unfortunately. And it's a very like Martian disease, right? Like there's like things inflaming and like bursting and like it's itchy and shit. Mm-hmm. Um and Saturn is like the the structure of the body. So I'm wondering if it's gonna have something to do with monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder when the first monkeypox thing story thingy came out. I mean, it's been around for a while. It has been, yeah. It's not like a new right. virus. It's just yeah, but like when the lot. the current outbreak. I wonder the current outbreak. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yesterday, the first one in my county was <gasps> like found. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just been seeing tiktok memes about it (laughs) i'm just almost like immune to this like pandemic like it's bad they are trying to take us out mama truly are persisting (laughs) literally no this is just mm. this is scary protect yourself protect your friends 
Wear your masks. Wear your masks. Don't do stupid things. This is when we wear gloves. I remember when quarantine, when COVID first broke out and everybody was like wearing gloves and like all the stuff. I was like washing my groceries. Washing groceries. (laughs) This is the time to do that. Now we have to do that. (laughs) Ah, so it's scary. Everything's coming after us. That is more Saturn. Maybe the murder hornets will come back. Oh no, that's here. I don't want that. That's like that's like literally in Washington. So, oh, oh no. really? Yeah, that's where that's where they were found. Was here. Oh god. Oh yeah, for us it was kind of like always a joke because we were like, yeah, I didn't you know hear they're not going to exist it. over here, right? Yeah. Murder hornets. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dusty. Screw you want to talk about something that like I like would burn my house down if I saw? I would just be like it. The whole thing's gotta go. It's gotta go. It's <laughs> unsalvageable. Hmm. Mars Saturn, murder hornets. Mars Saturn, murder hornets. Murder hornets are Mars. Hornets. It's in the name. True. Yeah. True. It's yeah. in the name. And I think all stinging insects are given no, to Mars. No, aren't bees Venusy? Yes. But bees also don't sting unless they're provoked. Other things just sting. So mm-hmm. I think there could yeah. be a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. wasps, Mars. 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 Strictly. Yeah. Because <laughs> bees can be cute and friendly. And bees nice. are cute and friendly. They're very nice. Have you just seen the bee movie? That woman married a bee. No. <laughs> Conservatives, no. let's show our children this movie of a woman and a bee falling in love. <laughs> you cannot see two men kiss. It's okay because the bee is a man and the woman is a woman. Okay because the bee's not gay. <laughs> Wild shit. Hmm. Cool. Lovely. Quite lovely. All right. Well, good luck with that, everyone. <laughs> um, August and then, 11th. yeah, full moon. Yeah. At the bendings. Oh. <laughs> this sucks. This, this, this full moon sucks. Both lunations this month. They suck. Granted, I'm I'm okay. Sorry, this is like a jump into the future, but I'm okay with like mutable malefics. Not even gonna hold you. It's fine. But the fig stuff really just sucks. So this full moon just sucks. I just <laughs> I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I want the to be next Aquarius full moon will be averse to Saturn, which is so cute. Just very hot and sexy. I love it. Yeah. I really wish Mars wasn't still in Taurus during yeah. this full moon. Because if it was just Saturn, it's like Saturn in domicile. It's like, I don't know. It's like, that, what is the moon what, applying what supposed to, to be doing? Yeah. yeah. It's like what the moon, yeah. it's like what Saturn is supposed to be doing when it's in domicile. Right. But uh, like, yeah, honestly, with if this... it was not for Mars, it would kind of be a nice full moon. I mean, the yeah. nodes don't make it great, but. Mm. Pain. Yeah. That's yeah, just pain. The lunation of the bendings, though. The moon is like really close. It's like southern declination. So it's like really close to the southern horizon, closer to the southern horizon than it normally is. Um, so does that mean it will be really low in the sky? Yeah. Mm. Is that where they get the super moon things from? No, super moon has been... to do with it being close. 
Oh, like like physically, literally. Mm-hmm. So that's when it would be like opposite Lilith, right? Because Lilith Correct. is the mm-hmm. apogee. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lilith is where right now in Gemini. Uh, yeah, late Gemini, early Cancer. Because I know that the Capricorn was a super moon. The Capricorn mm-hmm. was. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of thought they made to that some, up. I did explain to somebody in my um, Vedic class what Lilith was because we were mm-hmm. talking about ephemerises, and I was like, "Oh, here's my favorite or ephemerides, ephemerides, ephemerati, ephemerati." These gentlemen welcome me to the yeah. stage. Ephemerati. That's a good um, name. It is a good one. Um, and so I sent the Astro Seek one, and I was like, "This is my favorite online ephemeris for those that don't want to buy like a book one, even though it's nice to have." And so someone like private messaged me and was like, what's this weird symbol? And I was like, oh, that's Lilith. And he was like, what is it? And I was like, I mean, I don't use it, but (laughs) I know that astronomically it is this. And he goes to like MIT. So he was like, okay, yeah, thank you for giving me the like astronomical definition. I just know that the moon moves slow at Lilith and fast opposing. Opposite Lilith. So Mm -hmm. it like you can gauge the speed of the moon Mm. um, by looking at that point. Interesting. Yeah. And so what we can say about this full moon, for example, is that like it is separating. I think it's called the Selene point is what mm-hmm. the the point opposite Lilith is called. Um, mm-hmm. It's separating from that and moving toward Lilith, which means that the moon is moving away from the earth and is slowing down. Is mm-hmm. like what the Got moon it. is doing during this Got full it. moon. Interesting. So add that to the delineation of like full moon with Saturn. Okay. Also the moon is like moving away from us and slowing down. So lots of distance. Yeah. Lots of alone time. Saturn does. Yeah. Rejoice in the 12th. Be alone. It's a good, this is a good moon for some alone time. Be alone. It's like, um, (laughs) it's like having, I don't know. I feel like this is like major, <laughs> like dramatic outbursts when you're alone by yourself. Scream into a pillow. Screaming into a pillow. Yep. Yeah. Or on your Tumblr where you don't know anybody. <laughs> it was so random, but I just thought about like where could it kind of like go into the void? Like mm-hmm. especially Aquarius. On your burner Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where nobody follows you, you don't get any nothing. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, nobody cares about your actual Twitter, but really nobody cares about your it's true. It's very true. Twitter. <laughs> okay, also, there we go. I'm also glad that the internet was like, yeah, you shouldn't record this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, we had to pause to shit talk, but we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, full moon in Aquarius. It's kind of crunchy. Kind of crunchy. But it's going to be okay. It's crunchy. <laughs> All right. Next thing. Um, August 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sun Saturn opposition. Mm-hmm. Which, which is just, yeah, like more of the, like the same thing that we just experienced. So like, honestly, to me, the Sun Saturn opposition is like the theme of Leo season. Yes. Yeah. Truly. 100%. So like this is, you know, kind of like the 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 actual configuration 
that's like peaked up by it. Obviously, the moon's transit through fixed signs is going to activate that, the, you know, all of the things. But this is, you know, that transit mm-hmm. perfecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tough I'm shit. In my, we're doing timing in my Vita class right now. And so I've just been thinking about like my dashas and how they're working. And I'm in Rahu Saturn right now. So all these Saturn transits are mm. hit in home. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Sun Saturn. Uh, like <laughs> spiritual limitations. Um, but also the limitations of the king and the government. I was going to say, yeah. could it be like a leader being told to shut the fuck up? <laughs> or that he has to step down because he's old and right. is going to die. Oh, no. Wait, but doesn't he have... Wait, let me think no, about That won't be until the eclipses. We got some time. Yeah. That's well, true. This is the bendings. That's true, too. Oh, fuck. Oh, this is going to be the first, like, <laughs> rumblings. Like, real rumblings of him, yeah. like, actually stepping down. I would yeah. not be shocked. Interesting. Hmm. Or um, the first rumblings of his uh, electional opponent for the next election um, cycle. Sad rising, right? Uh, yeah. Biden is, yeah. Joe Biden has. So this is a third, ninth full moon for him. Hmm. When was um, he who will not be named ex-wife's funeral? Do either of you remember that? When he had the sign outside of her funeral, I'm going to look it up. Um, I don't even know who we're talking about. Donald Trump. Sorry. His ex-wife's funeral? Yeah, there was... Um, His ex-wife died? Yeah. Wait, sorry. I don't know if you can hear my clicking. Funeral. I should have just looked it up on my phone. It was a thing. Oh, no, no, no. It was... When was the funeral, though? Oh, July 20. When did the sun ingress into Leo? July 23rd. Okay, never mind. There was a picture where he's like standing outside of um, his first wife's funeral. And he has like a Trump 2024 sign. And so when you just said that, I was like, holy fuck. Was that during, was that like during the beginning of when the sun ingressed into Leo? But I don't think so. I think it was at the end of cancer season. Yeah. It was probably sun Pluto off. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Guess anyway. We'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Fuck that dude. But ugh, I really hope he is not actually like running. I mean, like I know he is, but like I just hope it falls apart somehow. I don't know. I don't know his chart well enough. And I also haven't like sat with it for long enough to be like Nah, you're going to fucking lose, bitch. <laughs> you know, I don't like, no. Dumb. You okay, Jared? Sorry, I just... <laughs> he was hyperfixating on something. I was just losing it half on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at Twitter and just being like, what can I get mad about today? And <laughs> <Yelling>. <laughs> We're talking about... <laughs> I think we're I think we're done with the full moon. Okay. <clears throat> Sun Saturn was what and we Sun Saturn. 
Yeah. Done with the Aquarius. Oh, Mars into <laughs> Gemini? Yep, August 20th. Cool. Mars this is Gemini. where Mars will be for the next six months. Mm-hmm. For the rest of our lives. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah. For some people, it for will people. be there for the rest of their life. It's true. Because they'll be born. Yeah. And some will die. There's like, and some will yeah. die. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> really what I was thinking. That's true. <sighs> this will be fun. Get comfy, folks. <laughs> We're in for a wild ride. A wild ride. Truly. I mean, yeah, Mars is literally in Gemini until the end of March next year. Oh, shit. Yeah, Mars is in Gemini when Saturn moves into Pisces. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. I'm so excited for that. I'm so, I'm like excited, but I'm also like, oh, Saturn transiting through the 12th? That has to suck. But also... It's fine. I would just rather Saturn not be a domicile and like hitting everything. <laughs> but check in on your Gemini house. We're gonna you're gonna be doing a lot of work. <sighs> a lot of work. Your pen is your sword. Pen is. Pen is. Elaine Pen is. Um, Who's that? <laughs> no, it's a uh, in Seinfeld. Julia Louis Dreyfus's character's name is Elaine Bennis. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> Either have any thoughts on Mars and Gemini? For now, at least. Like. I mean- <laughs> I'm excited for a six-month-long Mars opposition. That's really what I'm excited mm. for. Yeah, a six-month-long Mars square. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, pen, pen is your sword. Um, Wait, Jared, do you have... Where's your Mars? Pisces. So you're one of my enemies. <laughs> Dude, I literally had a whole like I had not even a breakdown when I <laughs> I realized this person who was such a horrible friend to me had Mars and Pike. Granted, they had like Jupiter, the Sun, South Node, whatever, and Pisces. And like I was like, oh shit, maybe that was the thing. Maybe that was the reason why. Because like other Pisces placements have been like, you know, not too big of a deal. Like this is fine, you know, like this is whatever. Sure, you're neither here nor there, but this is fine. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, maybe it was Mars and Pisces. Because I realized I was like, I don't really know too many people with Mars and Pisces. And I had a whole thing on like every social media channel. I was just and, like, sorry to message you. And was like, I was like, I think I'm your enemy. <gasps> I think I messaged you. Yeah. You may have, you may have, and I may have not seen it. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Breaking John news. and I are going to have a knife fight. I'm your enemy. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Well, it, it can work, people. Honesty is the best policy. And clearly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think like Mars and when people have their Mars in your 12th, it just creates a very like powerful relationship. Like you either are going to have a really, really strong 
bond or a really strong like animosity. Mm. And I think honestly, like Mars, well, Mars and Pisces is like it's like the the image that I always have. Like it's like either like a hot tub where it's like churning waters, or like when you take like a hot poker or like a hot like piece of iron that you've been blacksmithing and you like dip it in water. Mm. And it's like when you get the nice, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like that's the Mars and Pisces like vibe. And so like thinking about that in your twelfth house, like coming undone isn't necessarily always a terrible experience. It's true. Right. Like mm-hmm. I would say that we came a little undone in the weed circles at Norwalk. hundred percent. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's actually kind of funny. I feel like in that way, it was definitely. Because, like, because we just Saturn, which joys in the 12th. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so that was cute. No. All right. <laughs> At least Enemy. I know. Now I know to watch out for Jared. Right. Right. Now you're an open enemy as opposed to a hidden enemy. Right. I'm yelling. So, mm. all right, what's next? Uh, after Mars into Gemini is Sun and Virgo? Oh, yeah. Really? Virgo season. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Mercury enters the pre-retrograde shadow the all the area where mercury is going to hit during the retrograde period Mm. on the 21st it looks like yes with the opposition to neptune right and i'll i'll also just to touch on that mars and gemini as well the moon is in gemini when mars ingresses into gemini so um there's this like and the same thing happened when mars went into taurus it's like the moon was there as well so mm. there's this kind of like thing that's been happening where the moon is like escorting Mars across sign boundaries, um, which is activating. So just be aware. Mm. Um, but yeah, the Mercury. That probably at least like softens Mars though. I agree. Like softens the like abruptness that Mars can cause when he's like, new sign. Yeah. Truly. Or yeah, just the moon is like, here's, let's go into this new sign together, shall we? <laughs> Yelling. It also could just be heat of very upsetness being very emotionally angry you know like i feel like it's either like cool well maybe in taurus it's a little bit more like cute um and like softens the edges but like maybe i also feel like the moon i'm just thinking about all this lunar materia that i just bought (laughs) (laughs) just the enhancedness of the um like the planetary energy of the moon that the moon is interacting with and it just becoming becoming more of that thing and like kind of making it like a like adding more wood to the flame and kind of Mm. making it a little bit bigger um which could be helpful you know um and also could make you cry which could soften it in a sense yeah which could which could be helpful crying could be could be necessary and helpful right yeah. Cute. So Mercury Neptune opposition and then Virgo season begins. Happy birthday. Look Happy birthday, Virgos. <laughs> um Yep. Oh, and Uranus oh, sorry, a couple of days later, Uranus stations retrograde for those mm-hmm. out there who care. At eighteen, for those out there who care. <laughs> yeah. I mean we've talked about Virgo 
um, already this episode. So I feel good yes. about that amount of space that we spent. Um, but now the sun is there. So it's just kind of like the collective focus moves to that space. The sun mm-hmm. on Regulus. Mm. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. More info about kings happening. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Oh, it was Sri Lanka. That's what I brought up way before, and we totally forgot about it. So uh, Sri Lanka has Virgo rise. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's, I may be, uh, but I'm pretty sure this is right. The right country. (laughs) Has Virgo rising with Mercury and Taurus at 16 Taurus. Um, And they've been going through, and I think they have some other stuff I just forgot about. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, the people stormed the president's house and like was staying there and the president mm. fled and all the stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is so interesting. And, but it was still when Mercury was in cancer and I was like, I wonder what's going to happen with the Kazemi. Um, or chatted about that on Twitter ever so briefly. Yeah. It was but, also like, they were like, there was videos of like the citizens like showering in his shower and mm-hmm. like swimming in his pool. Mm-hmm. Like. And I think those were on Mars also just ingressed into Taurus too. Yeah, because there was that um, Mars Mercury sextile. Mm-hmm. 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 Love that. The protesters got to rest. Take a nice cool shower. Jump in the pool. <laughs> Have a wee dip in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Have either of you seen the new Downton Abbey movie? I know this is so random, but any either. Okay, well, it's great. Um, Grandmama inherits a villa in the south of France. France. <laughs> it's great. So, tonight is home to recommend everybody to watch that. <laughs> mm. Cool. And then. Oh, Mercury into Libra. I was fast. <laughs> yeah. Which means Mercury is like slowing, 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 slowing at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to station retrograde. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Mercury and Libra. Um, Venus will have, you know, Venus is in Leo. So we get a, you know, we're aspecting the ruler. Um, and we're aspecting the exaltation Lord. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Same. I'm not mad about it. And we're aspecting all the triplicity lords with Mercury there. Yeah, I think Mercury in Libra, it's a good, like, um, I was thinking about Mercury in Virgo as, like, editing and, like, preparing and, like, memorizing your lines and then Mercury and Leo being like the, um, not sorry, Mercury and Libra being like the interpersonal communication that you've like prepared for in Libra or in, in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Libra getting to just be a little bit more interpersonal, talk to people and have it well received because, you know, it's a little bit easier there. I agree. And with Venus and Leo, like um, there could be like opportunities for your words to shine, for your words to be heard and be seen, be visible. So, hell yeah! And Venus will move into Virgo while Mercury is still in Libra, right? Eventually. Let me look. 
that will be a cute little reception moment. Mm-hmm. Or does yes. Mercury? Yeah, yeah, because Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah, Mercury or Venus goes into Virgo on September fourth, and Mercury retrogrades back at the end of September twenty third. So that's for next month. Cute. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on Mercury and Libra? I'm excited on a personal level, as Mercury is my time lord. I think Mercury in the fifth will be fun. Very true. Yeah, I like Mercury and Libra. I think it's fun and cute, very social and flirty. So that's cute and fun. Yeah. I feel like Mercury and Libra people are really good liaisons. Yeah. And today I met somebody who had Mer- who had Libra rising, uh, Jupiter. Oh my God! Does she have Mercury in the first? Oh my God! Maybe I don't remember. I have her chart, but I'm not pulling it up. Actually, um, <laughs> she had uh, Mercury in, don't know, but had Libra rising and Venus in Leo. And I was like, maybe you're really good at pulling people together, you know, with especially when it comes to like your group stuff. That was more specific, but <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, yeah, the other day, I love how like sometimes you'll like give people an interpretation and they like come out with the most random thing and you're like, I wasn't even talking about that, but that's fine. You're like, let's <laughs> hook on to that and keep going. Right, exactly. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I saw somebody at the gym and I was like, oh my God, you know, so-and-so is in Japan right now. You should totally meet up with them. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, that actually kind of works. But then she said another thing and I was like, this doesn't make any sense at all, but that's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, she has Mercury and Libra. Hmm. Um, but Venus and Leo. Um, big M. Cute. Oh, there's a new moon today. Sorry, yeah, we're recording this under the... Did we talk about that at all or no? No. <laughs> we're in the new moon actively. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. And then the very, very... Is that the last thing? Is that it? Oh, the full moon. At the end of... Oh, or sorry, the new moon at the yeah. end of August. I was like, <laughs> yeah. The new moon yeah. at the end of August. You can't just Virgo. Pick the moon up and put it wherever <laughs> you want, Jared. <laughs> I just did. Just like how Mercury can never be more than one sign away from the sun. Despite oh. what some bitches on Twitter seem to think. I have a Mercury sun square in Italy. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, new moon at four Virgo on August 27th. Um, very closely square Mars. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I think it's I think it's effective. I think it is. I don't know if concentrated is the best word, but I definitely think that you're you're figuring things out. You'll you'll be inspired and ready to figure things out. It's fierce, truly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's very slay. Mm-hmm. It's giving slay. Giving- um. <laughs> Um, I think there's a con- something kind of interesting happening with the moon and Mercury this month. Um, whenever Mercury changes signs, uh, it, the moon is like applying to an aspect with Mercury, like the whole time it's in this sign. And then 
Mercury changes signs before the moon can complete the aspect. Mm-hmm. And so that happens when the moon goes into Virgo, or sorry, when Mercury goes into Virgo, um, the moon is in Libra and goes into Scorpio, like it's applying to Mercury, like the whole time it's in Libra and then Mercury ingresses. And then like 10 minutes later, the moon ingresses. So that that sextile doesn't happen until they switch signs. Um, and that kind of happens again here with like the new moon happening in Virgo, because it's like Mercury has just left Virgo a few days prior and then the moon comes into Virgo. Um, so there's this kind of like mercury, like mercurial things uh, are moving a little bit faster than the moon. And it's like a little bit ahead um, of the moon. So they might be like saying something before it's ready to be said mm-hmm. um, could be kind of happening there or um, saying things that aren't ready to manifest yet. Like you're mm-hmm. speaking something, but it's like not possible to manifest it yet. You need to wait until that perfects. Mm. Watch out for that kiddos. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. This will be a fun new moon. That's an interesting catch. It's the last, it's the last Virgo lunation without a harsh Saturn aspect for a while. Wowzers. I can't believe we're getting to that point. Life goes right, on. Will Saturn be in Pisces for the next Virgo full moon is the question. Please. I, think so. I, think. I think so. Yeah, does the next Pisces new moon have Saturn? Mm-hmm. Has Saturn there? No, it doesn't. It doesn't? Saturn at like 29 Aquarius. Yeah, I was like, so yeah, Saturn is for the Pisces new moon of 2023. It's at... One Pisces and Saturn is at 28 Aquarius. Damn. So close. So close. Fuck. But then I think by the time we get into. Oh, wait. Saturn goes into Pisces the same day as the full or as the full moon in Virgo. Really? Shut up. March 7th. Interesting. Wow. Wow. That's going to be something. Oh my god, it moves in like j- holy crap, it's so close. It says wait, who who moves in first? Wait, like, the, which happens first? The moon the right. full moon or the it's I don't know, but it's like very, very close. I'm trying to find out when it started exactly. Okay. Um so the moon will have moved. The full moon happens. The moon moves another like 26 minutes and then Saturn moves into Pisces. So we technically have one more. We technically. Opposition. Technically. Hilarious. Technically in very strong air quotes. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. That's interesting though, to think about like with, with the Virgo new moon that's coming up Mm -hmm. um, that like, you know, pay attention to this Virgo lunation cycle because it's the last one that's like really untouched by Saturn. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mars will only be at 21 Gemini by that point. This is gonna be mm-hmm. hell. This Mars retrograde is gonna be it's gonna be really hell. Good. Oh, I'm no. not looking forward to this. I did not need to be in a mutable perfection year <laughs> <laughs> during a Mars retrograde and a mutable sign. 
No. It was already in a cardinal it. perfection year during Mars retrograde in the cardinal sign. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need this. <laughs> no. After this birth. is going to be something. Uh, oh, excuse me. Lovely. <laughs> well, good luck with the new moon, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, and oh, and Venus opposes Saturn on the twenty-eighth of August. That is the last thing. Do you really want that? Do you really need that? Could be like commitment. That's good. <laughs> commitment. <laughs> Do I really need this for five years? Is this promise worth keeping? Yeah. Yeah, is this is this pledge worth taking? Mm. Just Probably both not. worth making. Mm. <laughs> Seeing as Saturn is much stronger than Venus in this circumstance, yeah. sounds like it's going to be harder than it's going to be fun. Is it worth? Is the risk worth the reward? Yeah, mm. yeah, and it's and it, I don't even know about like risk. Um, it's like is it worth whatever restrictions is going to be placed mm. on the reward? Mm. Mm. Um, is it worth the terms and conditions? Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting a funky contract. Yeah. And like you thinking, Oh, this is such a great deal, but it's actually really not really not and a like great you're deal. stuck in it for. Yeah. There's all sorts of terms and conditions that you, right. that might apply. Right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, get those Venus things out before Venus moves into Leo. When does that happen? That happens in August, doesn't it? Did yeah. we talk about that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, before... Well, I hope you guys listen to this and you get to that part before Venus moves into Leo. Because that's going to happen... Oh, on August 11th. Whew. You got a, you got the beginning of August. Yeah. I it's just enough time. I really love Venus and Cancer. It's been really nice. Me too. I love Me too. Venus and Cancer. <laughs> Me fucking too. <laughs> I want her to stay there nice. all the time. It's so nice. That's very nice. <laughs> Damn. I got a raise. <laughs> going through my second. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. And we did our last. We do our raise cycle like every six months. And last time it was when Venus was in my eighth. And I was like. Nice. Come on, transits. Come on, Venus. <laughs> Venus. I love Venus. It's hard not to. Truly. Oh, she's amazing. She's everything. She is, she is the moment. And she really? knows. She does know. And that's what makes her the moment. <laughs> <laughs> her, or, her Orphic hymn is the longest. And I'm like, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're going to sit here. We're going to say the whole thing. Yeah. Sorry I if get, you don't want to listen. I get like choked up whenever I say her Orphic hymn. It's like, I'm just like, oh, you're so pretty. You're just so pretty. Right? <laughs> I want to be an earth nymph. I am that. (laughs) Like, literally, like, I've spent the last three months just, like, fully, I don't worry about society. I just, like, go into the woods. I sew loose-fitting clothing. (laughs) Frolic. Yeah, frolic. (laughs) I'm thinking about you sewing clothing as a manifestation of, like, your ninth house Venus Mars stuff happening right now. very cute 
Hmm. Wowzers. August. August is hard, but it'll it'll happen. It'll be over. Yeah. I agree. Honestly, it's like the very beginning and the very end that kind of suck. The middle's like whatever. Yeah, the lunations aren't lovely. Mm -mm. But it'll be fine. We've gotten this far. (laughs) And we'll do it again next month. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um I just want to really quickly, because I don't think we've addressed it yet, but it's been a while since our last episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And we had a whole episode recorded with um, the Ask the Oracle girlies, and it was an incredible conversation mm-hmm. that was so much fun to have. And unfortunately, the audio just did not capture. Um, so unfortunately, that episode is lost in the ether. Mm-hmm. Um and but we have some more plans coming forward and yeah Ooh. sorry sorry there's a little bit of a gap between episodes um to was- all of you that have been messaging me asking where the new episode of the podcast is just kidding i only got one of those messages but it did feel good <laughs> to get it that's so. sweet sorry everybody it was so fun yeah. I'm so sad about that. It like literally was, and it's the first time that that's really happened to us where like audio mm-hmm. didn't capture the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, it was like so demoralizing. <laughs> Just really? like, I was like, oh. That happened to us? Really? We're doing so good. It's okay. We're bound to it with the election chart for this or the non elected chart <laughs> yeah. for this. It was bound to happen at some point. So. Very true. Very true. true. What do you all have coming up? Anything? I don't think so. If anyone's looking for a social media manager, let me know. Um, that's it. <laughs> um, I did have a prophet. I think it was a prophetic slash omenistic. Omenistic? Yeah. Omen-like? Sure. Omanic? <laughs> Dream. Um, that I was teaching an astrology class, so that's something that I'm gonna put some serious thought into, and probably probably do. So, fuck yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Fuck yeah! Nice. I'm going back to mundane work, so um, I'll be closing my books uh, for all of August, um, and then returning in September. Oh, a, a little hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Happy August, everybody. Love Happy you. Happy Leo season. Have a good month. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.